Hello, everybody, and welcome to Indie Radio Broadcast number 53. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show, which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser-known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie gaming, and to give you some tips and tricks for your journey into game development. Today is January 17th, 2015, and I will be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the Midwest, United States. I am Mike, and I'm broadcasting live from New York. I'm Magnus, I'm broadcasting live from outer space. No, it's Sweden. Sweden, Sweden outer space, eh, same thing, right? Yes, <laughs> Alright, so Magnus is a musician... A professional musician, might I add. He has made music for a variety of things. He has a couple albums out. Um, I'd have to say his most popular music is the music that he made for V, or as most people call it, V, 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 V. And yeah, that's Magnus. Yeah, you need to check that out. If you haven't listened to that album yet, it's at soleidigitalmusic.bandcamp.com. Listen to it right now. Gotta go grab that. I prefer to use the URL soli.se. Ooh, there we go. Use that then. <laughs> there's, there's no middleman bandcamp uh, swiping. Oh, Someone. trust. I, I totally get you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, well, oh, were you about to say something? Yeah, I was, I was just going to make a joke. Like, okay, that's all. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> and, uh, we'll, we'll see you next you. time. <laughs> next time, we're on with another guy that we're just going to give a plug to. Um, <laughs> perfect. All right, as always, if you guys want to, um, if you're listening to this live, rather, you can jump into our IRC. It's at the bottom of the radio page, indiefunction.com slash radio. So if you follow the Twitter link, you will already be there. Just put in a username, jump in. Uh, if you have an IRC client, it is the IRC dot afternet dot org network and the channel is just indie function all one thing no dash no anything so if you want to jump in there you can uh talk to us ask us questions uh we'll jump in make sure that we didn't miss anything and then if you want to you know really get a hold of me you can put my username in there and it'll beep on the show and none of us will know what it is at first so all right um so the igf recently had their uh 2015 2015 um, uh, finalists, yeah, um, and I have the wrong page open. All right, so the uh, where is it? There, I think this is it. Yes, the main competition finalists. I accidentally had the uh, the entrance page open. So uh, there's <laughs> yeah, it's like 700 or something, you know. We we've got an hour. We can we can list them all off. <clears throat> Starting in the the numeric entries. All right. So... <laughs> All right. So this is the seventeenth annual awards show, and uh, as always, there's a couple different um, categories. And the first one is excellent visual arts, with Donut Country, Lumino City, Else Heart Dot Break, Memory of a Broken Dimension, Meta Metamorphobet. I think that's like metamorphosis and alphabet put into one word. And I don't know how to pronounce that. Oquinani? I. It doesn't. Probably something to do with Hawaii. Yep, Hawaii. definitely. Uh, some honorable mentions. We're not going to go over the honorable mentions. You can go You can go check those out at the IGF website. We, we... A lot of great stuff there. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, Hyper Light Drifter was actually only an honorable mention in the visual art, because I'm, I'm sure a lot of people expected that to be in the finalists. Um, Excellence in Narrative is 80 Days, Coming Out Simulator 2014. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I'm, I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, Icebound, a novel of reconfiguration, Pry, This War of Mine, three, and Three-Fourths Home. Excellent in Design, 80 Days, Framed, uh, Invisible Ink, Killer Queen, Outer Wild, and The Talos Principle. Excellence in Audio is Ephemerid, a musical adventure. I probably pronounced that wrong. Um, uh, Phonopath, Shovel Knight, The Sailor's Dream, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, and Thumper. Uh, and then the Nuovo Award, um, Become a Great Artist in Just 10 Seconds, ba- Bound in, Desert Golfing, uh, Elegy for a Dead World, How Do You Do It, which uh, was created by a couple different people, one of them being uh, Nina Freeman, who we had on the show a couple weeks ago. So, you know, here's a plug to go listen to that. And, and then it's kind of funny, the next one's called Plug and Play. So, same word, twice in two sentences. Uh, Rooftop Cop and... Terrageddon Games, and finally the Seamus McNally Grand Prize, uh, 80 Days, Invisible Ink, Outer Wilds, The Talos Principle, Metamorphobet, and This War of Mine. So yeah, uh, the IGF happened during the uh, Game Developers Conference, aka GDC, uh, first weekend in May, or not May, March this year. Uh, I think it's the 3rd to the 5th, but I, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what it is. Uh, we're not we're not going this year, so you guys won't see us there. But uh, if if you are going, definitely check out uh, that stuff, and we'll be reporting on what what comes out of it uh, as soon as it's announced. We'll probably have a broadcast that weekend. So yeah, tons of cool games. A uh, bunch I recognize, bunch I have never heard of. But yeah, um, hope everybody does well, and we see some awesome games become finalists. Uh, that's all for the news, really. Um, I haven't really seen anything else. Yep. Alright, it's your turn to talk, Magnus. We're, we're gonna shut up for the next, um, 53 minutes, and you're gonna just talk straight. Okay, no pressure, no putting me on the spot or anything. Alright, and I'm gonna set up a bot that just, like, if, if there's too much silence, it just talks. I'm gonna go to the store quick. Uh, yeah, a little prompter that's just like... After 10 seconds of silence, it just goes, go on. It'll like to go on. It's like, ah! Go on. Oh, hey. Oh, uh, uh, Scott just said you're coming in pretty quiet, Magnus. So let me, let me, uh, turn up my volume. And then that should. His voice is too beautiful. We have to turn it down so your ears. Here, is that better, Scott? I have just removed a 10 decibel filter on my microphone, so it should be louder. Oh, yeah. You, you sound louder right on now. my end. I, I hope so on theirs as well. All right, perfect. And also, uh, Mr. America is in the chat, and he said, Tell Mike I said hi and that I'll touch his butt in the hallway. Oh. Oh. Mike, I, I'm going to... That's a madly love there. <laughs> Look out for Mr. America. <laughs> He also said, dude, love the music in the It Helped Me to Cope with My Massive Amounts of Failure. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really cool. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope you get get, really, get past all of those failures. Or 
they have to cope with all the coming failures, I guess. I, I think maybe he meant the failures in the game, but maybe he means in real life, too. Which is a... He doesn't well, say. Knows who I am. If he knows who I am, it's probably a lot of failures in his life as well. So. <laughs> Oh Perfect. Oh, you, you don't even know who Mr. America is? No, no, no. I, I can make a guess. I can. Oh, you can make a mess? Or a, a mess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can make a mess and a guess, I guess. <laughs> oh, God, that sentence. Jesus Christ, I'm trying to go to the doctor. Seriously, something. Oh, yeah, I'm Esme. Alright. Yeah, alright. So, yeah. Uh, interview, interview, interview. We've got quite a few people in the in the chat. Makes me happy. So uh, let's let's start off with the really important question. Um, you you ready for this? Drum roll. <laughs> the really important question. Totally ready. Drum roll. The really important question. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, well, a couple of sandwiches with ham and tomato and lemon pepper. Mm. And some salad and tomato. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I had like a glass of water. Awesome. A glass of water. Wow. That, that, that sustains you a long today. <laughs> got all your nutrients in there. All six food groups. I got, yeah, for dinner, a glass of water. And uh, evening, like another glass of water. In a small section of a piece of paper I've been saving for a while. And then you eat a, a cracker with uh, cheese on top for your, like, midnight snack, right? At least you're not, like, it's on, a, on a sun diet. Some people <laughs> oh think you can, you can, <laughs> you can really feel live. Feed the waves of the sun. Yeah, oh, it's like, uh, that's all the energy I need. <laughs> I mean, there totally is stuff, like, to do with the sun, like, actually giving you energy, but you can't sustain on that. Unless you're a plant. You don't know that I'm not. You don't know that I'm not a plant. I do love philosophy. I do love philosophy. I'm, yeah, uh, Magnus and I have talked quite a few times uh, before this, and, like, every single chat, every single one, I, I, I don't, I think I'm enunciating that a bit weird. It makes it sound like a bad thing, but no, it's totally good. Uh, he talks about philosophy, and it's, it's always really fun to listen to him, so... Definitely, definitely put a little little bit of that in the show if you want. All right, well, I have a question of mine now that you bring that up. <clears throat> okay. All right. Philosophy. Sticking to that part. Uh -huh. I am currently working on a soundtrack for a game, and I'm just stumped right now. And it's uh -huh. a war game. What is your philosophy when you sit down to write a song? Do you look at the game? Do you look at how you feel when you play it? Like, what is the philosophy behind how you write all your tracks? Well, I uh, of course I, I want to play it, and uh, ideally I, I I'll have a an idea of how would I want this game to sound and how would I want it to sound. Not like not necessarily what does this game need, but more how would I want what would I want to listen to while playing this game. Absolutely. And, what, and then of course what what would fit the mood, etc. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And then uh, after that, it becomes, um, once I have an, a little something to start with, I'll be, I'll be just feeling into it. What, oh, yeah. After that, it's just uh, like, <laughs> sit down and start doing it. Yeah, I mean, even if, I don't, if I'm not in my uh, tracker and making the music, I'll imagine playing the game and having certain 
sounds come up or some music and then there we go yeah interesting no i totally i i mean on my end it's it's definitely pretty similar but i, I don't know the whole idea of like imagining it imagining playing it and imagining hearing the music is like a deeper level than even i've been looking into it so that's that's good advice it's good advice and overall very awesome philosophy to have about it <laughs> well philosophy is more uh getting to a method on how to think about things rather than giving advice or on how, how things should be done it's more like giving you a method on how to think for yourself and then coming to uh, the correct conclusions about things so it has a little bit it's more about science and stuff like that as well Damn. Science! <laughs> Photosynthesis! Science. <laughs> awesome. Uh, perfect. Alright, so we're going to take a, a quick break from asking Magnus questions, because Austin's wondering what music has Mike done, and then this oh will also maybe spark another question. Alright, well, I don't want to take the limelight off the person who's actually successful, but uh, really, <laughs> on my end, musically, a lot of the music that I've been doing, it's been so recent that all this has started to whirlwind together that it's mostly based around uh, games that aren't out yet. For example, uh, one of the game creators that I love to work with and I'm working with at the moment is Ted Lauderback, who made uh, Fetus and Sweet F or Suit F. I don't even know how to Suit F, yeah. Suit F. And uh, those are two awesome games. And I, I had loved them before I even started working with him. So I was just like, this is going to be awesome. So it's taking a while, but we're both sort of perfectionists. So I just went back and re-recorded the whole soundtrack all over again, just because, I don't know, because it was Friday. So, <laughs> so it's been going really well. So that's basically the, the uh, biggest part of it so far. I'm, and uh, I'm working on a Star Fox game right now that I'm making, just like a fan project, and I'm doing all the music for it because uh, if you haven't heard the Star Fox Assault soundtrack, especially Magnus, that is some awesome music. So I've always wanted to do music for it, but I'm like, well, I need an excuse to, so I'm just going to make an entire Star Fox game and do music for it. So that's what I'm doing. Sweet. Okay. So you, you really like Star Fox. How about you, Magnus? Do you have any games that just stick out? Music-wise? Uh, uh, recently, not so much, maybe. I do like Bar Danny Baranowski's works. Well, everybody uh, does. Stuff, <laughs> uh, but but uh, when I think about older games, it's, it boils down to some classics from uh, different platforms. I, I can go back like 30 years and be like, that was a cool thing in the game. Like you know, On the Commodore 64, there was Ghana Sisters and Delta, Ghosts and Goblins, Whizball, all these Ghosts titles. Notes, like These titles that most people haven't heard of. And, uh, and then going on to new platforms, I get the, to the NES with this, and Zelda and Punch-Out and uh, you name it. There's there's so many titles there. That was really, really awesome. Um, moving on to PC and stuff. Uh, yeah, oh, Street Fighter deserves a mention. Like Street Fighter oh, Two. Yeah. Like, freaking love that stuff. <laughs> it's great stuff. Uh, uh, speaking of which, uh, uh, Jonathan Holmes, who uh, uh, editor at Destructoid, he's putting out this new show, uh, Sagat versus Seamus, uh, and me and Stemage. Uh, Metroid Metal put together a little 
uh, jingle for that. So I'm excited for that one Ooh, to come out. That's it's, awesome. They just like a 10 second stinger, but it it it, it combines Street Fighter and Metroid, so it's <laughs> in the chip metal. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. It's so 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 full of energy, it pumps me up. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> now you said the word Metroid, so I'm gonna have to ask: Have you played other M? I haven't played Metroid games at all, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you're lucky. Start with Super Metroid and don't play other end. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen some Let's Plays, and I was like, ah, it seems cool, but I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm not going to go there. I've yeah, yeah. Other stuff going on. Yeah, I was going to say, in those games, you have to devote a lot of your time to exploring, and it's just not the ideal thing to do. Yeah, so running cool. around in circles for an hour and not getting anywhere <laughs> not even like figuring it you could get lost after an hour oh that's like, oh, now i'm an hour behind <laughs> yeah so i went an hour in this direction and i didn't have the item that i needed so because i so didn't have to go everything. back two hours <laughs> yes uh, oh wait i was supposed to go up not left damn it i know some of those games have some really uh nasty things where if you didn't know that you were supposed to go against up against this wall that looked like any other wall and then place a, some item there that you never place anywhere else and then it opens up and you can go there like that kind of stuff is just crazy so some of some of really old games i'm kind of like do i want to even want to try it because i might have to get like a, a cheat code or a manual of all these or a walkthrough you know mm -hmm. to get through it all I totally get you. I'm, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Earthbound, but being a musician, you probably have heard of it, at least for the music. But I, I just had to buy the guide for that just to play through the game because I can't even figure out what to do, basically. it's the, the older games are really cryptic. And that brings up a question for me. I don't know how much uh, how much you identify with like the game of V, or V, 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 or how much you actually identify with the game or just the soundtrack, but... How does it feel just knowing that your music is part of not only one of the most mainstream and like big indie games, but one of the ones that sort of defined an entire subgenre of indie gaming of the like very difficult platformers, and your music is like part of that, <laughs> a big part of that. Well, it's, it feels great, I guess. You know, I, <laughs> I, I don't think of it that way, but when you put it that way, it sounds really nice, and I'm like, oh, that's that, that's really nice, you know. <laughs> conversation people like i play that game you know <laughs> it's it's really fun and it's like okay i mean I, I can go to the other side of the world and there's some people who play in v and they they know the music and start humming it to me i love that song <laughs> they name they name the track name of the song and i'm like fucking hey yeah that's that's yeah, amazing that's gonna be awesome yeah it's, it's nice to like have a commonality with somebody and you can like start talking about something instantly like you're known because of your work in some way it opens some doors and you get some favors where you maybe didn't deserve them otherwise <laughs> you know it's like oh that's really nice so yeah i mean yeah it's totally unexpected but i'm happy that the music for v got that watch recognition and the game of course uh, because i i really 
put a lot of heart and soul and blood and sweat and tears into some of those tracks. Like one of them took like three weeks to complete and stuff. So yeah. it really shows. It's it's awesome stuff. Even without the game, it's just it's it's not that it's like overtly complex. It's just really really good music, regardless of whether you're just sitting and listening to it or whether you're playing the game. So great work. Yes, it, it can exist outside the game, too. Like, some some music, it's, like, really good inside the game, but if you try listening to it without the game, it's like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of that has to do with that a lot of games, while the music's good, it's sort of a chip tune. Many times it's just, like, 30 seconds on loop, so it's, like, really cool, and then it's, like, onto a new level, new song, like, okay, really cool, and you don't, you don't have enough time to get tired of it. Uh, the levels in video sometimes kind of long, and uh, this, the, the melodies I made are sometimes like three or even four minutes long. So it becomes, uh, and they, they kind of have an ending, some of them, not all of them, but some of them have an ending where it's like, well, yeah, I can see it ending here. So it becomes like, yeah, it can stand alone. Uh, but yeah, most of it loops, of course. And just to uh, solidify the point here, uh, Mr. America in the chat is agreeing with us, saying that it's just straight enjoyable to listen to, and saying that you uh, deserve props because it's personally what makes the game for him. So, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. couldn't agree more. Yeah. And then Austin asked, uh, which, in a way you kind of answered, but... Uh, what are your inspirations in making music? Is there any anything that you derive your music from? Um, well, it's the old games, I guess. I mean, every, everything has happened in my life, I guess. Like, you can draw inspiration on anything or how you're feeling in a certain moment. Like, sometimes I'll have a glass of wine and be like, oh, now I feel different. I'll make a different kind of song. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, um, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's just the sound of a sample, like a, a sound sample, where I'll, I'll be playing around with different uh, sounds and I'm searching for the, something that works for a song, and I'll get get to one sound and be like, huh, uh, yeah, I can build a song around this sound. So it's just like one thing becomes the linchpin of a whole song. And then, then it just becomes so, uh, finding st stuff that uh, fits with that sound. So that's that's one way of doing things. Hmm. Awesome. And the next obvious question to ask is, when when did you start playing music, and when did you realize that you were going to make it more than just a <laughs> hobby? Uh, so when I start playing music, well, I, uh, there was a piano in my parents' house that I could play on, and I I just played for fun, self-taught. I don't I don't even read notation. How about that? <laughs> um, and somehow I'm still able to make some songs and whatnot. Um, and then I, my dad brought home one of the first laptops, an Epson HX-20, which is a really uh, old-fashioned thing. It had a built-in little printer and everything. It's just crazy. A little LCD screen. Um, that one could play one note at a time, like like a PC beeper, and it was just one channel. You could like on or off, and you can choose how long your beeper should be and what pitch. That was everything. <laughs> uh, sometimes 
made little ditties in that, and that was like coding. Like you would just have there was it was all numbers, just numbers. You you put in a number. Oh, it should be this pitch, and then a comma, and then how long should that be playing? <laughs> and so so you had that, and you have another comma, and then you say next note, right? Like what pitch, comma, how long, and oh. a new number. So you, and you have like data arrays, like lines and lines of just numbers like that. And uh, finding if one note was wrong and finding that in there became a little bit <laughs> hassle. <laughs> Especially yeah. the display screen was like smaller than a phone is today. And like 20 times 80 pixels resolution or something. <laughs> so it's like, oh. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was not nice. But then move on to Amiga, four channels and beautiful stuff. And, um, I think it, I didn't think I was able to survive on this until the actually, because it was just a hobby. So I was just making these songs for the fun of it. And because I wanted to create and express something. Um, <clears throat> so, and initially V wasn't supposed to generate money either. It was just <laughs> supposed to be another free game, but I'm glad it turned out the way it did. So V was the first instance where I kind of like, hey, I'm actually getting paid for this. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I mean it. I mean it, it. I mean it does make sense if it takes a long time to and attention to detail and everything to make a song and uh, that it is a form of work. But like a musician plays, so he's. So you can be like, are you playing music or are you working music? Hmm. Well, it depends. <laughs> Am I getting paid? Then it's work. <laughs> yeah. So that, I guess that's what makes you professional, right? Are you getting paid for your work? Is your bank yeah. account getting bigger? Or is it getting <laughs> smaller? <laughs> right. That's how, you, that's how you decide. Like that. If if you don't have it, if you don't get paid, or aren't you just an amateur trying to make it, or what? I don't. I don't know. Maybe. It's very true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Yeah. What were you working uh, before you uh, started being professional with your music? What? What was your job? That's what I'm trying to ask. <laughs> so. Um... I have a background in IT. Uh, I would like to find my way around Windows machines and help people <laughs> with that. Uh, not so stimulating, perhaps. Not so creative. Uh, at the time of doing V, I remember I was actually working at... So guess, guess the company. I'm from Sweden, hint, hint. Sweden. Hmm. Mike, Mike, can, can you figure uh, it out? Oh, Brett, don't try to throw this at me. Come on. Ah, hmm. What, whatever could it be, Magnus? Well, well I know. <laughs> do, do, do you care to guess? <laughs> no. What, what is the most famous Swedish company? <sighs> Mojang. No. <laughs> so indie. Here's no. a hint. Here's a hint. You buy furniture there. Oh, oh duh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I was thinking computer companies. I was like. Yeah, I was thinking too. That's why I 
It was like, uh, yeah, yeah, Intel's America, actually, uh, HP. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, someone in the chat gave it away, and I didn't see it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Should have yeah. caught it. Darn it. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just looking at the soundtrack for V right now, and I have to ask, because I did a review of the soundtrack a lot, like a long time ago, I gave it five stars, whatever, blah blah blah, and uh, one of the things I noted was that it's the cover from Abbey Road upside down, which is hilariously creative, but I have to ask, did you do that because you like the cover, or did you do that because you're a Beatles fan? Um... <clears throat> Probably more because I like the cover. Uh, I don't hate on the Beatles. Um, but they're they're good. Uh, but uh, eh. it's not like it's not like I'm buying their albums and having a playlist with Beatles stuff on my Spotify or anything. So I see. Twiddles. Yeah. It's hard to <laughs> it's hard to not never hear Beatles, and when you hear me, but like, yeah, this isn't bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just wondering. <laughs> Mike, Mike isn't into the Beatles at all. So. <laughs> I remember uh, Danny Baranowski, when he saw the cover, he was like, I now know what it is. Like they, they took a, another, like a, I think it was Pink Floyd or something, uh, when they did an album art cover of this guy in flames shaking oh, yeah. hands or something. I don't know. Maybe yeah, wish you were here. That's wish you were here. Wish yeah. you were here. Wish you were here. Okay, that's the one. Yeah. So, that was it's it's fun. Like we, so I'll be inspired by somebody, and somebody will be inspired by me, and you know, it's like it was. Oh no, I totally get what you're saying now because that was the cover. That was Super Meat Boys soundtrack, and the wish you were here thing with it. That's awesome. I totally didn't, and that was inspired by this. Now I'll put it all together, and it's just clicking. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All this stuff, you know, people create and people see the other things. It's all connected! It's all the the Matrix! (laughs) No, you just woke up from the Matrix. And this is reality. We are connected. It's not just a fantasy. (laughs) What is it? So, how how did you get in contact with uh, Danny Baranowski? Were you friends before V? Or did your rise to fame through V... Uh, introduce I you to Barry. The, the rise through, through fame through the, I guess. Uh, but yeah, we talked a little bit, and then it was awesome. And he made a remix actually for, he remixed uh, pushing onwards. So that's for sale <laughs> <of> my <laughs> power up <laughs> album. Uh, yes, check that out. That's awesome. I had a funny story about that. Uh, <laughs> so after that's been released and everything. I think it was at Minecon, the convention for Minecraft, mm-hmm. and some fan walks up to me like Danny Bernowski, and I'm like, hey, he's like, you're, I'm your greatest fan, I love your stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, there's this one, one song that that really like sold me on your genius. <laughs> there's this potential for like this pushing onwards thing you did, and he was like, yeah. Yeah, then, he, then he went over to the corner and cried. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, I mean, it's so funny. But, I mean, he did remix it, but you know, it's like it—that's the—that's a dangerous thing. If if you do make a remix and somebody is like, "Oh, I, that chord progression you did there—I've never heard that before. It's so good," and be like, 
Shit. <laughs> he only loves me for my remix of other people's work. No. Like, so I just reduced Danny to a cover band, but you know. <laughs> and whatever. And whatever. He can, he can take it. He dishes his things out. Like, so so now, cover idea. <laughs> now what needs to happen is that um, Family Jewels uh, needs to remix metal his remix of your song. Well, and then you need to. Wait, wait remix what that. did you say? I didn't quite catch that. Family Jewels, a YouTuber. Yes. Yeah, yes. he need he needs to cover that now. You know, do well, like his own remix. Well, and then it's he does, he a cover of a cover. Doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't need to cover cover my stuff at all. Uh, I, I think he already did though, actually. Yeah, well, that's why he doesn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you haven't put out a new album, so your next game he'll he'll have to cover them. Well, um, <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna like I have to like cut through this uh, weird fog here with the sword of truth and say that. I mean, I, you set me up. You set me up, right? This is a setup. You gotta be setting yes, up, bro. Uh, obviously, yeah. yes. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I, yeah, I don't. Now I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> now, you're rude, you're now. Very vague. If you want to. Yeah. Stop that immediately. All right, I'll I'll stop talking on the on the talk show. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a shut up show. <laughs> it's a shut up show. That's that's how we should advertise this now. It's an indie development shut up show. Everybody gets in the chat and screams at us to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, Family Jewels covered my entire uh, the album. And it's for sale on my homepage, so I thought to see, plug, plug. Plug, plug. Uh, it's called M. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. <clears throat> I, really like, I really like that album. And uh, I, it, it's another thing where I really enjoy the album art. And I got somebody, uh, uh, the same guy who made the album art for my adventure, uh, to do the cover. And it, it's, it's so good because... <clears throat> While I can't make it that cool, I'll, I'll write a little stupid sketch <laughs> in, like, ink. And it, it looks terrible. And he just, like, sees it and be like, okay. And then makes it awesome. <laughs> like, excellent. That's exactly how I want this to work. I also added an explosion in the background, just to let you know. No, but it, it's funny that you say that, though, like, the sketch thing. Because, like, the way I do music with Brett sort of as, like, my art form and our art form. But anyway... Like, he'll just send me, like, a little MIDI or, like, a little thing that he wants me to, like, base it off of, and then I'll just run with that, and that's how I'm doing it right now. So it's sort of the same thing as that. Like, you just make a little sketch and send it out, and then let them do their work. Do you mean, do you mean, uh, Ted? I think you accidentally said when you do music with Brett. Oh, did I say Brett? Uh, yeah. Ted. Yeah. All, all you would do is be like, I want to move for my game. But what uh, I need some music for this game. What do you need? Um, ambient. <laughs> and then an entire soundtrack just appears within like 48 hours. But anyway. <laughs> no, that's interesting though. Yeah. Um, do you feel that 
your enjoyment of making music has gone up or gone down since you started doing it professionally? Uh, no, none, neither. It's always been pretty good. Then I, I guess if, if there's a lot of work to do, then it becomes, can become a little stressful. It's like, okay, I have to do, do this now because there's a time limit. I, and then, uh, sometimes then I don't, exactly make the song I want but I make a song that works you know like a, like it become it can, it can become uh, I'll just use like my skills and not my inspiration if that makes sense mm-hmm. uh, so, I mean, yeah like you're doing it like you know you need to do it so you sit down and you do it but it isn't necessarily like the whole process of sort of dreaming up the song sort of and stuff like that along with mm-hmm. it well, you know, there's. I, I want to feel it if I'm sitting there. I mean, I can sit and make a song over a day, and and uh, and I'll be in this state of mind and this, this mood and have that permeate the song. That's kind of how I ideally want it to to be done. And if I'm if I'm going to make something that isn't that mood, then I have to kind of adjust and adapt and be like, okay, well, I know it's kind of gonna have to sound like this, and I'll. I'll make it that way, uh, but of course, uh, it, it, I always have to please the one who's listening to it in the end. So, uh, so far, people have been pretty happy with what they've gotten. So, that's cool. And uh, just a question on my end from my experience, uh, just wondering, with the soundtrack for V, was there ever a moment where uh, now I don't know the guy who did all the programming. I don't know what his name is off the top of my head. But um, the guy who made the game. Terry Kavanaugh. There you go. Terry. Was there ever any prep, like, would he always go with your cut? Or was it more of like, this is great, but it might not fit with what we need here. Was it always like a gut, like, he trusted you with everything musical? Or was there ever like a little bit of control? Sort of like, not a bad one, just like sort of a, like, he wanted to baby his game boy. In the beginning, he was just—he just gave me a placeholder song for a level, and I was to uh, uh, make something that sounded well, kind of like that or something. But I, I ended up not—I just ended up doing my own thing anyway. And when he heard it, he, he really enjoyed it. He, he like listened to them on repeat for hours and hours and hours and hours, <laughs> sometimes days. You know, I mean, he's probably one of the guys who's heard that soundtrack most number of times <laughs> i would hope <laughs> yeah so but but he really felt inspired and uh, jacked up by them so he would hear a song and then that would help him finish the level and sometimes make another level and he would send me okay well so he'd send me a message like oh so that that song inspired me to make an entire new level so <laughs> i need another song now <laughs> awesome uh, so, and then he would like give me the level, and I would play the level, and be like, you know, okay, and I get inspired, I make a new song for that, and maybe another song, and yeah. So we kind of fed off of each other instead. And no, he didn't really like control or like nitpick anything about him. He just uh, he liked what I did. You uh, two people together, that's what happened. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> It's not. I, I, I mean, it, it's not not every time. Uh, when I'm, for instance, wanting somebody to do something for me, like 
I can be pretty nitpicky about stuff and fiddle about like just one note being wrong in a series of 200 notes. Oh man, I don't have Yeah. So, uh, Family Jewels and I, we, uh, we worked a bit together on making that guitar cover. And uh, that was, we, we are very, both of us kind of strong-willed people and we have an idea of how things should be done and stuff. <laughs> so uh, that was, it was interesting to, uh, to, to make that work. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of want something, I kind of want it to be like, exactly like the original. And it's like, well, how about this? <laughs> yeah. A little so, but a little I, spaghetti really here, a little red sauce there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it it, it just goes with the territory. I mean, it, I, I had this idea that a coder who is, he, I mean, he is a creative, uh, but he's not in the same vein creative. Uh, it's I think of uh, people with programming skills as having more intellectual uh, uh, skills. Like, you know, oh, like so like logically creative. Uh, a little little more like that, yeah. A little more like that, but not always, of course. And uh, musicians <laughs> can be more free flow and be, like, be free spirited and and uh, just make make a whole whole kinds of crazy stuff. And uh, yeah, no. And so so and and they they both need each other to make it, yeah. to make a really good product. The way I think of that is sort of like the best way to put it would be the guy who makes the game is is what you are controlling. So it needs to obviously work well for the person playing the game. So that's like how you connect to the world, but how you feel with the world in the game is sort of more the music and the art. So it sort of needs to be that way, where the musician's more like tuned in with the emotion of the game and stuff like that. And then the guy programming needs to be more tuned in with the physics of the game and things like that. So I yeah. totally agree. And uh, Terry uh, also, a lot of people, I mean, I do, many times I like to do these chip tunes and stuff. And people who approach me are often, uh, they kind of know my music quite well and therefore be like, uh, you can do whatever you want because I'm, I'm pretty confident it's going to be that thing. That I want anyway. You know, it's it's rare that somebody comes to me and like, hey, yeah, uh, so we need this uh, uh, acoustic guitar. If I get, if I get, that, well, I mean something dubstep guitar with Indian influences, <laughs> with bon live bongos or whatever. You know, no, does like, that really exist? I mean. I think if you can name it, it, ex it exists. It I mean, if, if, if you have any doubts that something might or might not exist, you just go on, online and you'll Google it and like it's there. It's like there, there's something for everybody. <laughs> so we have another question on the uh, chat, which is, what are your programs of choice for producing music? I know you talked about early production, but nowadays, what is sort of your repertoire? <laughs> Terms of the I use a modern computer. <laughs> oh, thanks, Brett. No. <laughs> Something that has more than a 80 by 20 resolution, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can go online and Google that. HX-20. It's an Epson computer. 
And if you check that out, you'll be like, you say what? You make music with that thing? <laughs> like, I'm looking at it right now. It literally looks like a calculator to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, post the link in the chat for everyone. All right. I'll, I'll do let me Google that for you, for everybody. <laughs> There's the Google link, just in case. So nowadays I produce a, in a, a program called Mad Tractor 2. Uh, that tractor program is actually old, full of bugs, and not getting updated, and lacks a lot of the, the newer stuff that most uh, digital audio workstations have today. Uh, I just use it because I'm really comfortable with it, and I know it inside and out, and, you know, it... Yeah. I guess I sometimes wonder, like, well, what would it be like to start using Pro Tools, for instance, or Reason, or Cubase, or Logic, or whatever. And Fruity, I totally, and I know what you mean. Though. Like, there's so many, so many out there, and it, it some. Oh, and there's the Renoise uh, tracker that I don't mm -hmm. use either, but I have it, and I'm like trying every now and then and i get frustrated because the keyboard shortcuts aren't the same because uh, it's, it's so ingrained in me you know it's so it becomes like a daunting task to take on a new uh, uh workstation where uh, every interface looks like you're in the in the cockpit of a new boeing form yeah true yeah the same thing happens with programming is like uh i'll be like oh hey I want to make this game in Flash, and it's like, what are all the keyboard shortcuts for this program? Oh, what do you mean I can't duplicate lines? What? You know, and then it's like, oh, hey, I'm going to go work in Visual Studio now. I don't have yeah. any keyboard shortcuts at all. <laughs> well, and from a music perspective, just for me, because I mean, I, I think it's a little bit more specific, a lot of the things like uh, VSTs and plugins that you use, and uh, all of the, especially, I mean, the key bindings are big too, but all of the, like, under the hood music stuff, like, how the MIDI hooks up to it, like, once I got used to a program, I literally, like, I wanted to use uh, Logic and stuff like that too, and I tried, even GarageBand for me, it was like, where is everything that I know how to use, so I just went back to, I use Mixcraft, which is awful, but awesome at the same time, so. Yeah, yeah, I know that feeling. Well, any like people say in the end, it, it, like the carpenter blames his tools when he fails. It's probably the carpenter, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so it's less about what you're using. It's more about who you are, how good are you with their stuff, and whatever program you want to start with, and you'll probably end up with. Uh, but I just have a piece of advice for anybody who wants to start making music mm -hmm. is to uh, take one of the well-known ones so that uh, you have room to grow in it and you don't have to swap it out later. Uh, you know, be, be very wise when, <laughs> like, take something well-known and that some favorite producer yeah. uses or something like that. So you... Yeah, you don't have to like switch you don't around. Don't take yourself into a hole. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you learn like a, a let's say you work, go with Milky Tracker, and <laughs> start with that, and then you become really proficient in that, and, and then you want to take a step up to some of a big name DAW, then suddenly it's going to be really problematic to relearn everything. So I would start with some of the big ones. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not that hard. I don't think it's that hard. It's just the hard thing is breaking your old habits, like your muscle memory things, mm-hmm. uh, and then becoming frustrated because it doesn't work the same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there's any programmers in the chat, they definitely know how that is. It's like, oh hey, there's this new engine out. I'm gonna go try it, and then it's like, what do you mean you do it completely different than everybody else? <laughs> You use a different language completely. That too, yeah. It's like, oh, this language doesn't support that. Oh, you have your entity set up weird. How do I add stuff? What do you mean the physics are built in? I want to program it myself. (laughs) That's happened to me quite a few times. Very true. Mm. Uh, Yeah, music. Music. Hey, I think we exhausted that. I want to talk about the new game that I want to make. Alright. The new game. The new game. The new game that isn't actually like a video game game. Mm. That it's new more like game? A, yeah, that game. <laughs> well, it's it's it's, it's got a video incorporated into it. But that's it that's your happen, video. Yeah. It's more like a social experiment game. Socially experiments. Alright, so let's let's backtrack that's, that's this a little bit. Magnus is really into, yes, as uh, Scott just put in the chat, philosophy, but he's also really into meditation and stuff revolving around that. So, you want to kind of tell us a little bit about your meditation and how you got the idea for this game? Uh, Sure. Uh, First of all, I just want to address the word meditation. (laughs) Whenever I used to hear that word, I'd be like, okay, dumb guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, was the, that was like that. Oh, you meditate. You must be a freak. You there must oh. be something wrong with you. You're doing the this crazy unproductive stuff, or you know, all these kinds of weird judgments came up in my brain. Uh, and I, when I tried it, just like you know, they like sit still in a lotus position, think about nothing, or something. You know, that that's just blew my mind how boring that was it was so boring uh, I'm never doing that again that was that was like terrible um, then I found another thing I went to a course and they did something called circling where uh, people are able you talk to each other during the meditation and other people are able to explore what it's like to be you and kind of meditate on your experience. Mm. Now, then when it's relational and you kind of get get a feel for how somebody is and how they're how they're doing, that becomes interesting and not boring. And if if something were to be boring, that would like that that becomes interesting. Why am I bored all of a sudden? And then you can talk about it and whatnot. So that that practice had me feel some stuff that I never thought I'd feel before, and and became like transformative for my my whole brain. It just it just rewired my brain, and uh, I feel so much better. It feels more much more present, more alive, and I I can kind of like tell when something's kind of weird or kind of off in a conversation and speak to that like uh, for instance earlier when brad was uh kind of alluding to uh the metal album and not saying things are right i'm like 
my, my, my little, a little bell started ringing in my head. Like, <laughs> okay, something's off here. Let's uh, keep it real. You know? <laughs> uh, so, um, and I know that just, I don't think just every person who hears about that kind of meditation will be interested at all. They they be like uh, meditation. That's for uh, weirdos, uh, and uh, I'm just gonna play this uh, Call of Duty 16 instead. Uh, yeah, sure. You know. So what I want to do is uh, make a game that's somehow compelling enough uh, that it, or interesting enough to give a taste of the power that's in this kind of meditation and make it accessible for people so you don't have to go on a weird retreat for 14 days where you uh, just sit in silence and stare at people like you know there's all these kinds of stuff uh, practices out there that uh, some people swear by but I uh, coming from a gamer background I can't really get my head wrap my head around that uh, I I get it but I I get that as a gamer, I probably want something that's a little more action-based before I can take a deep dive into some some of this, the more powerful stuff. So that's the game uh, I want to make. It, it pre presents people with uh, uh, little exercises they can do together. And then uh, after you learn how to communicate in a better way, you level up, you get, more, get some tips and guides on how to uh, improve your communication, how you should talk to people, and you actually level up yourself. You become a better person. And then from there, you become a better person to hang around with, and, you know, ideally. And uh, you will like yourself better. And that, that's kind of the end goal. Mm -hmm. That's that awesome. People. Yeah, I, I really like the idea because it like you said, you, you level up yourself, but you just kind of become more aware of everything that's going on inside conversations, which you even said yourself, you've become more aware um, through yeah. all the meditation, because earlier the bell went off in your head. So, like, the, the whole concept of you being able to almost kind of teach yourself, like... How to connect with people. Yes, how to connect. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm yeah, trying to get to. It's, it is definitely a connection-based game. That's how I would frame it, yeah. And you know, it's funny that you say that, because the only things I can think of, and it sounds like such, like, not a basic idea, but such a, like, a fundamentally obvious, like, this should exist idea that doesn't exist, and the only thing I can honestly think of that is even remotely similar to that is sort of the way that Portal 2 handled cooperative play, where it's more focused around understanding, like, you have to communicate through gesture and things like that with your uh, with the person you're working with to mm -hmm. sort of solve puzzles. And the only other thing I can think of is uh, I'm very interested in Pete Townsend from The Who, and he had a point in his music career, if you don't know who he is, but uh, in his music career, where he... <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Where he, um, he had this whole setup back in the 70s where he wanted to create a network where people could uh, fill out a questionnaire type thing and stay a day at sort of this concert type thing and then a song, or like a theme of a song, would be created about them. And they could use that to connect with people without having any language barrier or having any 
racial barrier or anything like that. It was just completely based around the sound that you heard and you would connect with someone. So it's just it's just interesting that you had this wow. like, very solid idea on how that works. Did did yeah. he ever do anything with that? It's very interesting. He uh, it ended up breaking him down because if you know the songs, uh, there's Baba O'Reilly and Behind Blue Eyes and things like that. Like he did that album instead because he couldn't get that. At the time, the technology was so uh, it, it was in infancy basically, so he couldn't get anywhere with it. Mm. So in like 2002, I think it was, or sometime around that, he brought it to the internet for a full like two year period of beta, and it connect all like 500 people were invited to do it. And I don't really know how that turned out. I never really looked into it, but it was a very interesting concept, and I read a lot about that. But it connects really well with what you're planning on doing, which would be awesome. Yeah. You need to run with this. It's a very cool yeah. idea. You, yeah, and um, uh, when you speak about that, like I really feel that, that that you really get that connection thing. And there's something unsaid here, which is how you're being and where you're coming from as you communicate sometimes says more than the words that you use true. so there is this is it's like music is very true in that if you hear just in some instrumental music you're getting something really honest and true into your ears and you're not being lied to by a lot of people you know like every day people say all this weird stuff you kind of have to de what's the word decipher or decipher Decipher, decipher, yeah. decipher, yeah, and with a song uh, or just a, a, vo a just a vocal sound, it 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 transmits in a way that words can't. So there is there is this, I mean, a body language thing as well, where you can. Uh, you can be a certain way with certain energy inside or a certain mood or feel that really transmits and that kind of transmission can be really profound people fall in love with that stuff so if i can like script it can it and distribute it <laughs> you know the world would be a lot better place so i, I one of the like lofty dreams like if 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 this goes exactly like i want it would be required to play this game and reach a certain level in order to uh, get certain jobs maybe uh, to get entry to schools absolutely definite or definitely mandatory uh for politicians but you know <laughs> this is not going to happen you mean, it, 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 it wouldn't happen but it, they would resist yeah. it because I, it would break down all the power uh, stuff. Because when when we're being real, we don't have any status or uh, weird one-upsmanship going on. Mm -hmm. We're just being real all the time. But it's interesting that you say that because it's true. There's so many, and it happens in politics a lot, but obviously we don't want to get into that any more than we already have. <laughs> but um, it's just... People, it's not even that they're lying inadvertently, they're just, they're lying to themselves about it too. So, in some cases, this can even open people's eyes to who they are and how to deal with the situation even yeah. further, like communicating with yourself in addition to communicating with them. So I told you, yes. that's a very, very, it's a deep idea, but it's not so deep where it's impossible to understand where you're coming from with it. It's a very, very, yeah. 
plausible idea. Will it go that far? People would definitely resist it. I agree. Yeah, you, you, you. I mean, I can tell you get it. I mean, it's, it's so, uh, it's so um, weird that we, uh, people in the creative arts have a lot easier time to gra- come to grasps with what I'm trying to do than people who aren't. People who have never looked inside themselves, never really uh, like communicated authentically with people, they, they tend to be like, oh, this guy's doing the voodoo thing, you know? It's like, he mentioned meditation, that's where I shut off. Like, okay, <laughs> well, all right, <laughs> that's too bad. But it's more, of the, it's more of the idea behind how meditation affects you than the whole idea of like physical meditation. So it's more about the the mental side of meditation, like yeah. becoming aware, as opposed yeah. to like physically meditating, and that's yeah. where people it's, sort of get freaked out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, I mean, if you if you if you don't have any instructions or you don't know what to do in a meditation, how to facilitate your own experience and look inside, then having somebody else come and gently explore with you, without judging you or telling you what to do, that's that uh, unlocks this innate intelligence that you everybody has uh, that comes kind of before words. And that is a very, very special place to have access to in yourself. Hmm. Very special. Very, very cool idea. That definitely, you definitely need to do something with that because it, you have the grasp on it to the point where I think uh, it would be possible to make that a tangible thing that you could definitely distribute to people and get them to explore without having to deal with all the... Because that's the other thing. People that would be using this service would normally be behind a computer, if I'm understanding what you're saying. More mm-hmm. of a game yeah. type of thing. So yeah. it would be a little bit more like physically secluded so people wouldn't have to feel like they were being judged or anything. It would almost, it would be a little bit more anatomy in a way, like you'd be anonymous. And yeah, I just, oh, sorry. I'm not, this is not going to be an anonymous game. Uh, Although it does help to, I mean, you do point at something that is potentially a little bit problematic about it because I intend to have this online where you, you're going to see people and hear people through webcam and microphones and whatnot. And uh, it, it's it, for a lot of people, it's going to be a little bit harder to open up and uh, feel safe at that place, which is why I want to kind of like make, make it easy in the beginning and then wrap it up. And you only wrap it up at, at, according to your level and you only fit square off and face people who have kind of done the same journey as you have. Mm. So you meet people at roughly your level, and then when you're kind of, okay, I'm not getting anywhere here, maybe you kind of have to step it up a notch, or maybe uh, talk to somebody at a higher level, or maybe get some coaching or something like that, or stuff like that. Totally yeah. see what you mean. That's awesome. Yeah, there's Very a lot good. to this idea, and like, it, it doesn't... All these ideas, like, build up on top of each other. They don't, like, pollute the thing with just useless stuff. It's, like, everything enhances it. Which yeah. is There's definitely a game design, you know, practice. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, there's definitely some. So there's some basic stuff that everybody everybody kind of needs to have in order in place before you can really uh, become good at this. Uh, I mean, there's like the working name is Truth and Trolls. Uh, uh, somebody already had that website, so I can't <laughs> use that. But um, they, I want to invite people who uh, are nasty as well. You know, the trolls of the internet—they're welcome too, because they become the test for those who aren't so trollish. So once you, it becomes. If somebody is really good at trolling people, they become uh, the litmus test. Like, how solid in yourself have you become? If you're like, play this, play my game, and be like, advance to level 50 or something, be like, okay, at level 50, I'm gonna square off. I mean, normally you only place people at your level upwards, like through the like good guys ladder. But those who want to go down, they can be like at level 50 downwards. And so with a hundred levels difference, be like, okay. It's grudge match time. <laughs> you know, how, how solid have you become? This guy is really good at making people feel bad. You know, how solid are you? How can you with, withhold like mm -hmm. being integrity with yourself? Still have a very, very <laughs> Scott just uh, told or just offered his services. He's going to start advertising on 4chan for you. Yeah, so what, you said that you had some deadlines uh, before the show um, when we were chatting yesterday. Was it just yeah, yesterday? Yeah, uh, it was yesterday. So uh, the programmer that I'm working with says that it'll, we'll have a very early prototype by the, um, within a week or so. And at that time, uh, I can start out with some basic exercises. That I mean, the whole uh, easing things and like it's very beta but you can still do some exercises and the exercises are something that uh, allows for connection and uh, can get, get you into a, uh, what the feel is so uh, so I'm, I'm thinking hey I'm soon I'm gonna be taking names and uh, <laughs> who wants to be a beta tester and stuff like that yeah so how would somebody get a hold of you if they wanted to join in well, on my site, solai.se, there's a contact form where you can just, uh, yeah, well, send me an email. Sweet. Uh, is there like a subject line that you would want, or does, does your contact form even have a subject line? Well, you can just write in truth and trolls if you want to. Perfect. Awesome. Just make yourself clear and understood, and I'll add you to some <laughs> list. I want to be the biggest troll. <laughs> yeah, I, <don't. laughs> I, you know, once you hit, like, if you become really solid in yourself and you, you kind of like, okay, I get it now, then, I mean, that's a challenge to get to that place. Mm -hmm. But it's also a challenge to be like, okay, so let's play, let's pretend I'm going now going to really do the evil stuff. And become like the bad guy as well. Can you do that? If you're uh, like a really nice guy, that, that might be a super hard challenge to mm. even 
to even say something that's trollish. No, I totally get you. It's it's almost it hurts almost to have to yeah. watch somebody do it to somebody else, but then to have to do it yourself, it it's almost like you need to do that to truly become a good person. You need to show yourself that it yeah hurts yourself to do bad things to people for no reason. It's a it's a shadow thing, you know. We all have our <clears throat> mean streaks. Alter ego. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's dark. We all want to be good and nice and everything, and there's a whole lot of darkness in there as well. And you don't do anybody any services by trying to hide because you know. Well, at least when you're playing this game, most people will be seeing right through all that stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah, basically, I I envision the community to be a a bunch of people who are really good at reading people. You know. Mm -hmm. It kind of fosters that, like, is this guy telling the truth? I kind mm -hmm. of heard a little inflection wrong on that R there. Mm, I'm not going to trust him. <laughs> so yeah. with with the prompts, um, are different levels uh, going to have different prompts, do you think? Like, if somebody yeah. tries to get way down in the, in the troll area, would they still have the same prompts as somebody really high up in the good scale? Um... Have you even Maybe. thought about that? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I mean, I know uh, there's going to be rules. Like, for instance, don't judge people, make no assumptions, and own your own truth. Uh, that that kind of stuff just gets inverted. So if you want to go down, like, okay, make a lot of assumptions about people. Judge your neighbor, you know? It's like, it, it becomes this, like, wait, what? <laughs> thing. But it... It's that those rules will compound, and but the exercises you're talking about, mm, I haven't really thought about that. Uh, I guess they could have similar exercises, but just ignore them or something, or or do or if you apply if, if you do the opposite, you should, if you do the opposite of connection, you're probably doing it right if you want to go down. So if the, if the game is supposed to give you connection, you just be flippant about it and you know write it off. That'd be one, that'd be one way of doing it. Uh, but that's that's for for later. And I think uh, community will have a lot of say in this too, and how to shape that particular thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's awesome though. I feel like this is a game that definitely only come from someone in a more artistic, almost musical, but I'm sure any art type of thing. Could totally get into, but it definitely needs somebody, somebody like you to go forward and make it happen. So that's awesome. <laughs> mm, yeah, um, and you know, people are very logical. They might open up and get get to some of their own softer values inside, and vice versa. If you're an artist, you might have to actually get get behind like how does a thinker who thinks rationally think. So so uh, to have people be able to uh, communicate with others the way they want to be communicated to. So, so it's a definitely a personal development kind of growth game where you level up yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That would be an awesome tagline, by the way. <laughs> level up yourself. Yeah, it definitely works. Because it's, it's totally what the game is. 
Hmm. I'm just gonna have to check that right now if that uh, domain name is free. Levelupyourself.com. Now somebody listening to the show is gonna buy it. <laughs> uh, it's already taken. <laughs> what? Do I dare? Do I dare check it up? Or level up yourself.com. It's probably a games portal. Load, load, load. Oh, it's it's a blank white page. But level yourself up? That one's uh, not taken. Hmm. Awesome. Hmm, maybe. Yeah. Level well, yourself up? It's taken now by some listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I think I would go with level up yourself rather than level yourself up. It's it's yeah. just it sounds more fluid. Level up yeah, but let's take it. Yeah. Uh, well, we contact the guy. <laughs> I need uh, your domain name. I'll have to kickstart a purchase. <laughs> I no, but seriously, I was going to bring that up earlier. If you had something tangible to show off about this, I mean, the idea on itself. On its own is enough to obviously get Brett and I really interested in the listeners that we're seeing here. But um, if you could come up with something to show people about it and just get this concept on Kickstarter, I guarantee you, you would, oh my god, it would fly. <laughs> it's perfect for Kickstarter. Yeah. And in the yeah. video, you could even, like, you could ask some people if they want to opt in to have their chat recorded, and then you could just, like, you know, record them doing it and, like, get little, like, 10-second clips or whatever and jam them into the trailer. Them laughing, them saying stuff. I don't know. Right. There's yeah. a lot of a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll put that forward to my programmer for implementation. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, Mr. America. Oh, he's he's talking about something in the chat. Never mind. <clears throat> I thought he was saying something about the game. Yeah, and I I, I gotta say, uh, Mike, uh, it's it's really nice to uh, to hear how enthusiastic you are about the game. And you know, I can really tell like this, like you 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 get it. You be like, yeah, yeah, I want it, I want it, I want it. Give me, give me it. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it it's actually inspiring for me. It's like like. You know, once you when you're plugging away at something on your lonesome, and it's almost like writing a book or something, you you kind of get disconnected from that that good feeling that you, that you know is is out there, which only yeah. kind of comes from connection, connecting with people. You know, and that's the so, whole point. So, yeah, totally. So right, right. So I'm like, I'm closing off in order to connect later. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> so 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 hearing you say that. I, I, Makes me feel all warm and fuzzy and gooey inside. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh well, I'm glad you're inspiring it because it's, mm -hmm. I don't know, it just seems like the kind of project that a lot of people that are like myself and a lot of people I've talked to, I mean, even talking to you about it, I can tell that it's it's just something that there are there are people who need this kind of not this kind of not really even game this sort of service because yeah. it's just it's a way for I I would say in the most layman's terms of it all, it's a way for people who consider themselves to be a little bit deeper and look into how why, how and why people are the way they are and how to make them react, 
to connect with people who are the exact opposite and who don't care how and why somebody is a certain way and all they care about is pissing them off. So, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I just realized that I've actually wanted this game for a long time. Like, there are services available online that are similar to an extent, like, you're in the, in the video chat where you get connected to a random person, like uh, Omegle or Chat Roulette. And that, like, I've, I've used those services sometimes going to try to find interesting people that I want to talk to, but, yeah, I just totally yeah. realized that I've wanted this before. <laughs> But you just find a bunch of dicks on there, right? Are, are you talking figuratively or literally? <laughs> I no. think he means both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, the, the beauty of this game is going to be like, yeah, you may play a few games to begin with, but it's uh, the cream rises with, uh, to the top and it's uh, self-sorting. So you'll get to play with whoever you get to play with. And in the end, you're kind of like, if you're surrounding yourself with like low level assholes or whatever, that's, you're like, that's well, you like, what, what, what does that say about me? You know? <laughs> exactly. Maybe I do need some of that coaching. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll also be interesting because uh, the ladder goes up and down. Like, if people do decide to, you know, just strip down and hang out on the service, will they continuously go down, or do you think they'll, like, bottom out around zero and just stay there? Because, like, the people that are trolls don't want them going any further down because they're going to see them again, so they'd probably vote them up, right? But that's yeah. the whole, I think that's part of it, though. Mm -hmm. like, the trolls are in, at, a, at a, a more... Oh, man, what sort of thing? On a more challenging level, that's sort of what I think this is. How, like, the trolls are controlling the game in a way, but it's more about trying to convert them to being a good person who can talk about all this stuff and connect with people mm -hmm. without being a jerk. So by by them doing that, it's sort of like the struggle towards, like, the, I don't know, what's the line in North and South Korea, like, the 39th parallel of the game, sort of. <laughs> like, that's the point where... It's the fighting zone, I guess. I mean, I don't know how to put it into words, but I, I think you understand what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I like that enthusiasm about that. Like, the conversion thing sounds really uh, <laughs> uh, religious almost, but uh, <laughs> it, it, there, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Uh, there's this saying, uh, uh, love me when I dis to serve it the least, because that's when I need it the most. most yep. You know, and that's so true for a lot of people. <clears throat> uh, well, I mean, let me, let, let's put it in the most basic terms. A lot of the reason that these trolls are like this is because they go to a forum and they get no attention. So how are they going to get attention? They need to be jerks. So this process of them upvoting, downvoting, or just leveling up, leveling down, all that stuff combining, would sort of, it would give them a community where they can, they need to work and they know that they can get better if they work on it. So it's yeah. not like they immediately are hit with a dead end where they're like, well, time to be a dick so that I get a little bit of attention. So yeah, yeah. It, I don't know, it, it totally makes sense to me. And I think as long, I, I don't even have to say as long as the community works on it, as long as the community exists, which it would, because obviously there are people already interested in it, just watching yeah. it, listening to this. So. It's it's a very very 
a deep idea. I wouldn't even say it's just a good idea. It's more than that. It's a deep idea that it just makes too much sense not to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna put a fire on my coder's ass so he works faster. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we can get this on Kickstarter. <laughs> Seems like a good idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, us coders uh, don't like fire on our ass. That's. What's that? I said us us programmers don't like fire on our ass. We like a nice, comfy, uh, you know, chair. Yeah, you uh, like I can't. I can't think of the word. It's uh, what what are the the chairs that are good for you? Um. <laughs> yeah. It starts well, with like an E, I think. I don't know. I'll I'll be gentle. I'll be nice. I'll put it forward in a in a thing in a way he can understand. Like maybe binary, maybe. <laughs> oh, there we go. Perfect. So hey, one one zero zero one zero zero one. What did you just say to him? No. Hold on, I'm I'm putting it in my <laughs> mind. Um, yeah, yeah. In college, we had to we had to learn how to like take binary and turn into numbers by hand. It's not too bad actually. So I'm like trying to get yours, but you decided to start with ones, and I don't know how big of a number that would be. So, <sighs> sorry. Well, anyway, I think we've gotten as much information out of you as we're gonna get. <laughs> yep. Here, poke, poke him again. Maybe, maybe he'll spit, yeah, spit yeah, out something. Press the button. Press the button. <laughs> <laughs> so there's loads more here. See. Oh, hey! I think there's a song next. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's kind of one of the things I have in mind as I'm thinking about this game that. Everybody, whenever you play it, you can play the same game with somebody else, but it's going to be a completely new interaction. And everybody's kind of got this whole universe to explore uh, in every person. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, none of us could ever exhaustively get everything out of each other so we know them perfectly. That's just impossible. So there's always more to excavate and explore. Awesome. Yeah. And one final final thing that I just thought of was uh, there was this one time I was on uh, Omegle with uh, some of my buddies, and we connected to a group of people, and we found out that they were like 30 minutes away from us. <laughs> so we so we met up and hung out because you know why not? It's like we're bored, they're bored. Let's get together and not be bored. So we did that, and it'd be kind of cool if. If, like, something crazy like that happened through this, too. Like, you became, like, yeah. lifelong friends or something. Oh, I'm, sure. I'm sure that would happen. It probably yeah. will. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're being truthful with people, like, and open up. It's made for it. I mean, that's, that's, that's the soil in which this idea grew from. Because I've been, on, been to places, and we've gone really deep with, with each other, and taken really deep dives and formed uh, lasting friendships, I mean, for people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. there, there's a whole community of people who kind of do this stuff, but they they haven't really, like, uh, brought it online in a way that works, uh, that's accessible and interesting to people who aren't that much.
much into self-development and stuff. Most people just been like, oh, I'm just going to play some World of Warcraft. <laughs> okay. Uh, and by, by some, they mean like 14 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> and their mom's going crazy, and then you just sell the game to the You still want the hot pocket, honey? <laughs> Mom, I'm raiding. <laughs> uh, but no. you know, it's funny though, because, I mean, you can bash World of Warcraft. I, I totally understand what you're saying. But at the same time, well, not bash. You know what I mean. <laughs> it, it's it's just that sort of thing can happen there too, and there are trolls there. But mm -hmm. I feel like the the whole idea, like the way that you have it set up, makes it so that rather than the trolls being the trolls and the nice people connecting, it sort of forces everybody to figure out how to make like the the nicest people make everybody come towards the top, and the the trolls make everybody come towards the bottom. So it's it's like you take a situation that exists, like a World of Warcraft server, and then you just tell everybody, all right, now try to even out the playing field here. It would not work well with a game like that, but with this concept, that's the whole premise, so it makes so much more sense. Yeah. Until uh, you come to the realization that, hey, maybe, maybe this is all bullshit, I shouldn't be doing this, <laughs> and you stop. And you stop completely with uh, trying to go up or down, you know, because that, that's another level where you can like, ding, okay, new realization, I'm done with the game. I mean, but but once you once you get there, that'd be like, yes, that's that's a success because then you then you have a lot, then you become like a self-authoring person who uh, has rid himself of social conditioning and see through everything like that, yeah. <clears throat> And I reading in the chat here, what's wrong with World of Warcraft? Well, I'm not bashing World of Warcraft per se. <laughs> that's a troll thing. <laughs> Maybe it should be uh, a pre-rescue to play Mr. this America, game. you just lost the duel. You go down now. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it should be a prerequisite to play this game before playing League of Legends. It's so true. Uh, <laughs> fantastic <laughs> comment, Scott. Yeah, this is the most lively the chat's been in a while. I love it. Come come back every every other week. Listen in. Have fun with us. <laughs> I promise I'm still on the free trial. <laughs> yeah, I think I think every person that's gotten into games has probably been enticed by a uh, an MMO one point or another. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm just the example is uh, World of Warcraft. The example is somebody uh, playing some game uh, a little bit too much, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, not that I'm supposed to judge what's too much and whatnot, but if, if it has, I I'll just say that if a person plays one game to the extent that it uh, kind of has him forget what it's like to be human. Then maybe that's too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll leave it yeah, at that's that. Totally possible. No, I totally see All right. Well, we've been going for an hour and a half, so I think we should probably wrap this up a bit. Yeah. All right. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, sure. thank you so much for coming on the show, and thank you to everybody in the chat. Like, wow. It's awesome. blowing up. Great. And thank you, Mike, for, for co-hosting again. 
Oh, it, trust me, it, the pleasure was mine. I, I was really interested in this episode because of the music <laughs> he's done. But now it's like <laughs> there's, there's this whole other level with the game. So double respect. There you go. <laughs> mm, thanks. Thank you, 1000 Mics, for broadcasting. Thank you, the creator of the internet, for creating the internet. <laughs> Thanks, everything, for everything. Aw, oh, there we Thank go. Make this got it. Thank you, plants, for oxygen. because Photosynthesis! <laughs> Alright. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's been great. Thank you for listening in to broadcast number 53 of Indie Radio. This broadcast was broadcasted live on 1000 Mics and was recorded using Adosti. Our next show will be on January 31st, 2015. Thank you again for listening, and have a fantastic weekend.